Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai Elantra. Winner of the ALG Residual Value Award two years in a row. This is AutoLine Daily for January 4th, and here's the latest news of what's happening in the global automotive industry. The luxury SUV segment is about to get a little bit more crowded. Vehicles like the Porsche Cayenne, Mercedes GLK, and Range Rover are already on the market, but now Bentley's considering a high-end SUV of its own with a price tag of at least $140,000. And speaking of Bentley, its sales have bounced back to pre-recession levels. Last year, the company sold just over 7,000 cars, an increase of 37%. The U.S. remained its number one market, but China just passed the U.K. to sneak into the number two position for the first time. As you all know, fuel economy regulations get really tight after 2015. That's why Ford is expected to switch to aluminum body panels for the F-Series. According to Ward's Auto, Ford's pickups will extensively use aluminum, including the doors and fenders. Aluminum hoods have been used on the F-Series before, and the new Explorer features an aluminum hood as well. Ford says it needs to cut 700 pounds per model before the end of the decade, and that kind of weight reduction is not going to come cheap. Look for prices to climb sharply. Speaking of Ford, it's unveiling a redesigned version of its popular EcoSport SUV at the New Delhi Auto Expo this week in India. If you're not familiar with the EcoSport, it's a B-segment-sized utility vehicle. Interestingly, the EcoSport was born in Ford's little-known engineering center in Salvador, Brazil. Hao Tai Tang, father of the S197 Mustang that first debuted back in 2005, led the development of it. This is such an important product for the company that CEO Alan Mulally will be on hand in New Delhi for the reveal. It will be made in Brazil and India with other locations to be announced. Two engines will be available, a 1.0-liter 3-cylinder and a 1.6-liter 4. And speaking of India, Bosch, the world's largest automotive supplier company, is making a significant investment there. The German supplier will spend roughly $413 million to expand its footprint in India. Auto production in the country is expected to jump 11% this year, and Bosch wants to be ready. Okay, back to the auto shows, specifically the one coming up in Detroit. Car makers are slowly teasing some of the products they'll be unveiling in Motown, and Nissan is part of the pre-show action. It released two very short clips showing off bits of its redesigned Pathfinder. From what we can tell, this will be a cleanly styled SUV, and we'll have all the details next week. To promote its debut next week at the Detroit Auto Show, Buick is showing teaser shots of its new crossover vehicle, the Encore, on Facebook. The company has been revealing a new section each week, and now three-quarters of it is visible. The last section will be revealed when it's unveiled next week, and we'll have more details about the Encore then. Hey, speaking of the Detroit Auto Show, 
who's going to win the North American Truck of the Year Award, which is going to be announced there. We have three predictions coming right up after this. Reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. Early next Monday morning, the North American Truck of the Year will be announced at the Detroit Auto Show. It's really the first big news event that will take place at the show, so who's going to win the award? I put that question to two of the jurors, Paul Eisenstein of thedetroitbureau.com and Edward Lapham with Automotive News. Let's go to that clip right now. Okay, the finalists for the North American Truck of the Year for 2012 are the BMW X3, the Honda CRV, and the Land Rover Evoque. Paul, quick, what do you think is uh, your favorite of those three? Without question, the Evoque. I have problems with the CRV primarily and the steering. Don't particularly like the design. The Evoque nails it across the board. It is a luxury vehicle, which we often steer clear of, but the fact is, it really is a transformational vehicle for the brand. And even if you take it away just on its own, it stands up as a winner. Mm-hmm. Add your thoughts on Gosh, this? Paul, I hate to agree with you, but yeah, I think it's the I think it's the Evoke that's going to be the emerges the as the winner. Uh, it, it's clearly a transformational vehicle. Uh, this is the first year that we've never had a truck from the Detroit Three on the list, and and there are none this year. So it's a it's a different kind of year. But I think the Evoke will emerge. Uh, I think the um, the X3 is a is a better vehicle than it was. Uh, they've improved it. They've made it, I think, brought a little closer to the X5 in terms of the total yeah. package. Um, and I agree. The but I it's don't. Not, it's not the Evoke. The Evoke could stand up even in a more crowded field. I have to admit that we didn't have as many choices this year. Unusual. One of the reasons the Detroit Three didn't wind up in the finalists. There just weren't that many trucks this year. But I think that even in a very crowded field, uh, the Evoke would have stood out. I just had it out again for a week, and I hated to let it go. Well, I disagree with you guys. Uh, Actually, I partly agree with Ed. The X3 is an awesome vehicle. Huge step forward in terms of where it was in the past. Right. Especially the dimensions of the vehicle. To me, it seemed to have a long snout to it, too long of a snout. Now they've, they've tightened that up. I think the overall packaging and the proportions of the car are really good, or the truck, I should say. And the Evoque, it's a styling statement, full stop. And what a styling statement. I mean, it looks like a concept car coming down the road. I think it's more than the styling statement. The technology's good. It drives remarkably well. It's a lot less expensive. It's a a, uh, car-based vehicle. It goes crossover format. I think across the board, it is a real achievement. I don't disagree with you about the X3. I didn't like the original one. I thought it was tinny. It doesn't feel tinny anymore. It feels like it belongs in the BMW family. But I don't think it's a transformational vehicle that the, the Evoque is. And I will agree with you guys. The Evoque is transformational for Land Rover. This is going to get a lot more people looking at that brand than any other thing, and it shows the importance of styling again. That, yes. that really turns heads. But I, I thank you guys, and I can't wait to see which car, which truck in this case, the jury selects as North American Truck of the Year. Speaking of, the Detroit Auto Show will have two of the show organizers on Autoline After Hours tomorrow night. Bill Perkins, the co-chair, and Rod Alberts from the Detroit Auto Dealers Association. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo as we get into what's going on behind the scenes at this year's show. And then next week we'll be webcasting live from the floor of the show. Join us at noon on both Monday and Tuesday as we bring you the latest news and new car unveils 
as well as first-hand interviews with some of the top executives in the industry. That's AutoLine Live from the floor of the Detroit Auto Show next week right here at AutoLine.tv. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.